Hello and welcome to the Bright Blue Dot podcast. My name is Thomas Jelly, and today I'm delighted to be joined by Shalaka Laxman. Shalaka is passionate about sustainability and advancing gender equality. Having worked at two leading global financial institutions in London and New York, Shalaka's experience includes developing sustainable financial products and investment solutions for companies. Shalaka, a very warm welcome and thank you for joining me. Thank you so much, Thomas. Glad to be here. To get us started, could you give us a few words about your first ESG or sustainability-related role? What was it and what did you do? I've always been really interested in sustainability, even as a young child, especially as my mom is very anti-waste. And that philosophy has always resonated with me. But my first actual role in ESG was about 2.5 years ago. As a product manager at a big bank, I took on the exciting additional responsibility um, of developing sustainable financial products for some of our large corporate customers. So at this time, I'd already been writing a weekly sustainability newsletter, as well as researching and writing about sustainable businesses just in my spare time. So it felt timely to shift my finance career in the direction of more sustainability and ESG-related work too. And since then, you know, we've launched a line of sustainable products. We've got to do quite a bit of thought leadership in the industry. So it's kind of blossomed from there. Thank you very much. Two and a half years ago, that was not a very long time ago, but things have changed so rapidly in the last couple of years as a response to the COVID pandemic, of course, as a response to COP26, the climate change conference that happened in Glasgow last autumn. What do you know now that you wish you had known two and a half, three years ago? A lot has changed in the world, in the industry, in the bank itself. I guess reflecting back on it, I'd probably get myself and my team to move away from theory and product frameworks and think more freely about the sustainability challenges we'd like our products to solve. It's really easy to get bogged down in complex complex theoretical models and research when you're creating anything new, to be honest, but especially new financial products. So I'd probably try to step away from that approach and focus much more on engaging with people, doing similar work in the sustainability space overall, and just maybe get out there more to learn as much as possible, obviously alongside the actual work of building new products. In the past two and a half years itself, there's so many more communities, conferences, and just groups that have popped up for sustainable finance, especially so definitely the avenues increase that we can explore. And I, I think I really, if I could go back in time, I really try to get us out there more to talk about things versus sort of following a script or trying to do things in too much of a theoretical way. From what you've just been saying, Shalaka, it sounds as if you really value stakeholder engagement. Could you perhaps give us some examples of when you have engaged with stakeholders on sustainability topics and what the outcome has been? To make a positive long-term impact in the sustainability space, we need to do more than just uh, redirect our capital flows towards sustainable companies. Um, we need a fundamental shift in corporate, institutional, and investor behaviors. To make this happen from within the industry, we need active engagement across the board, from regulators to corporate clients, as well as collaboration between large firms, because we're all working towards the same goal for our planet, within the industry, outside the industry, everybody. When we were developing our flagship sustainable product for large corporates, the green deposit, we made a list of internal stakeholders that we need to consult during the process. And this was one of the most critical parts of the product design and development process. We wanted the effort to be as collaborative as possible, of course. 
But we also wanted the knowledge transfer benefit that comes with meaningful stakeholder engagement. So there's so many aspects to think about when you launch a product, especially an ESG-related one, from legal's input on agreements um, to technology's thoughts on how existing systems can accommodate a new product's requirements. There's a million things to consider. And open-to-way communication with your stakeholders is a precursor to a successful product launch of any kind. And obviously, having the right environmental experts on board was crucial too. We wanted to make sure we were truly coming up with an impactful product with the ability to measure the impact tangibly, which was a big thing for us, like understanding that. So we held quite a few individual conversations with stakeholders, along with group one, so that the stakeholders could also engage with each other. And I do think these conversations contributed significantly to the product's success. So this is just one example, of course. In the wider realm of sustainable finance, there's many, many more external st- stakeholders to also think about. And I do think the industry is slowly improving on that front, in my experience, at least in the past two and a half years. You've had something of a, a whirlwind journey in just a short period of time. What burning ESG or sustainability-related question do you have front of mind? I have loads of questions, especially as I want us to get to a point where ESG and business are one and the same kind of why we don't think of ESG as this external force to reckon with, but as an integral pillar of any business. I guess I'm particularly curious about how new EU regulations like SFDR, the Sustainable Finance Disclosure Regulation, will drive behavior change in this. It's included, it's introduced various disclosure-related requirements. So I'm excited about the transparency this will bring, but also curious about how companies will handle this as the breadth and depth of disclosure is significant um, and obviously aims to prevent greenwashing. It's obviously quite a new thing for companies to be doing, a really, really positive and good thing. But I am curious about how they're going to handle it, how they're going to be able to put this information forward. And to be honest, if all of them even have this information internally, you know, to hand and ready to present to a regulator. I guess it's something I'm curious about more than a question, but I think that's what I'm most interested in uh, over the next next kind of couple of years to see how that goes. The sustainable finance space is evolving really quickly now. I mean, I'm just overall interested to see if companies are able to keep up with it. I'm sure they will be, but just curious to see how it goes. And obviously, I hope they recognize this as an opportunity to enhance their own information and their own processes overall. Thank you very much. I'm Thomas Jelly, and you've been listening to Shalaka Laxman. Shalaka, thank you so much for joining me. Of course. Thank you, Thomas.